This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. The other concert I went to that was absolutely terrible was Cher. Cher? No. Yeah. Blaspheme. And I love you Cher. You blaspheme. I have to say, I love Cher. Oh my right? God, you've alienated the ABBA fans. Now we're going to the Cher fans. Yeah, I really feel like I'm having a right go today. <laughs> okay, go but on. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. They need to step up. Okay. What happened with Cher? What happened with Cher was, right, uh, I went to see her in the Three Arena the last time she was here, right? Okay. Now, so, how long ago was that? That was like maybe three years ago, okay, four years ago. Okay, she's not young. Let's be honest. She looks young. She's not I mean, young, but she's charging a hundred quid a ticket. I know, and parts of her. <laughs> parts of her are younger parts than others. Parts of her are very young. Yeah. I mean, the average age <laughs> of all the bits of share. <laughs> it's not bad. Okay, okay. Um, so what did she do to offend you? Well, she came out and she sang a song. I can't remember what it was, but the place was electric. Oh, amazing. Right, yeah. absolutely. The atmosphere was brilliant. A lot of love brilliant. in the room, I'd imagine. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah People yeah. were thrilled. Over the moon. Then... Uh, she starts a story. Oh. And fuck me, this story went on for 15 minutes. <laughs> and nobody could make head nor tail of what she was talking about. <laughs> and now she was not like, read the room, share. She needs to do a tight five minutes, max. <laughs> but this was rambling. I don't, like, then she got to the end of the story, which was supposed to be the big punchline. Okay. Right? She got there. She waited. And everyone just looked at each other going, what was that supposed to be? Mm. And then she realized that she forgot to tell us uh, who uh, this person was. Uh, so she went back to the start of the story to explain no! the bit. We're like, Cher, just do if I could turn back time. Look, you know. You're, like, pick this up. You have please. the back catalogue. Please. Exactly. Just, just play the song. And then she'd come out and she'd go, ho, ho. And, you know, do, <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell is this? And then she'd disappear and come back in another costume. Well, like, no, costumes is a thing now. Come on. At one point, there was like this seven minute sequence. And then she appeared at the very end of it on the top of an elephant. I was like, I'm going to the bar. <laughs> I'm actually going to the bar. That's yeah, that's pretty full on. It was it? Pre- it was bad. <laughs> now, I have to say. So it's a bad week. Have you, any good things happened to you this week? <laughs> no. Good things. Um, Come on. I was. I, enjoy, I really enjoyed London. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So much so, I arrived back on Monday, and I'm going on Thursday. Then. <laughs> Are you, oh my god. <laughs> are just flying in just to see me aren't you darling? Just yeah just flow home yeah, you flow home to do an agony rant me and Boots yeah Boots what's going on with Boots it's not good oh, why? Boots has decided I'm not using the toilet anymore <gasps> yeah you're, she's you're just not. that's it she'll wee on the toilet but she will not do the big job on the toilet anymore yeah the big and, job. I, and I put it on her I put her on the toilet and she'll just look at me and narrow her eyes and just get down and sit there and look at me she started to do the Miranda little spots that started to find oh, presents. She's, yeah. she's punishing you. And it's, yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's what she's as doing. As soon she's as I opened the door you. on Monday, oh, no. she meowed, 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 and then brought me in to show me what she'd done on the floor. And what did you do? I picked her up and cuddled her and apologised. <laughs> yeah, so that's working out well. You're I know the right signals there. I don't believe in punishing animals. I just don't. Like, no, I, just... I, yeah, I know. I know. Well, you know, you have to catch them at the act. And uh, punishment is the wrong true. word. Yeah, yeah. You have to. Admonish. I mean, I like she did once chew me expensive headphones, and I did like I did, did have, have to try very thing? hard not to drown her. <laughs> <laughs> drown her. It was hundred again, one hundred and fifty quid headphones. Okay, okay, you know. but I mean, you gave it to Abba, no bother, without a squeak. Have you written to them? Really? Have you? You <laughs> think that there, there hasn't been a squeak? <laughs> have you written to them? <laughs> no, I haven't. Well, I, I like I will go again. 
I will, I'm gonna go. I want the dance floor experience. So, you've spent 120 quid. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just feel that was the warm up. Okay. No, I'll go back and I'll be on the dance floor. I'll have a couple of gin and tonics, and then try and enjoy it the way it's meant. It, it's now, meant look, to be enjoyed. If you do, right? If you go back, go on, right? And you get on that dance floor, and it's still shit. Do not come back here crying okay. to me. Okay. <laughs> oh, fill me once. Yeah. Yeah, you know that's on you. Fair Fill enough. me twice. That's on me. That's on you. Right. So I don't want you coming back here winching about it. No, no, no. I think All I right. think if I go with friends on the dance floor and have a few drinks, actually, that's a very important point. If anyone's going to the ABBA concerts and they're even considering going, would they've been absolutely plastered? Oh, just you're wasting your time. You like it when people turn up plastered at your gigs, don't you? Of course I do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Take their money, set them at the back. They leave after ten okay. minutes. I don't care. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> So the other follow-up is by Dervla. Because uh, Dervla said, hello. The follow-up is on, you know, the one where she didn't want the pet, but he did. Do you remember? Yes. He, and she, she, she was like allergic he to the He wants concept. to get a kitten. Yes, he did. So anyway, it turns out she wrote a while ago because I had moved, just moved in with my boyfriend and he really wanted to get a pet. I really didn't. We took your advice and did a bit of animal fostering. Now, before I read the rest of this, what do you think the outcome is? Oh, I would say, well, if my experience of animal fostering was we did it once yeah. <laughs> and kept it. OK, there you go. So anyway, we now have Penny, a wee kitten. I was never into cats, but oh, my God, I do love her. And there's ah. like there's two exclamation marks. So that's very strong. The only problem was we are really into the animal fostering now. So we're doing that as well. At the moment, we have another two kittens. Uh, that need bottle feeding. My boyfriend is as happy as a pig in muck. Actually, I thought, oh. first time I read this, I thought they had a pig as well, but no. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for the advice, Dervla says. P.S. Our couch will never be the same again and a litter tray with a hangover is a nightmare, but so worth it. Oh, that's so cute. It is, uh, imagine looking it? at your boyfriend bottle feeding kittens. Yeah, Dervla, like really, I don't know oh. how you're not married yet. <laughs> oh, it's all coming like. I know, it's definitely coming. You're right. I mean, watching somebody you love feed kittens with bot by a bottle, like. I know, I have never seen that, so. <laughs> I haven't actually had that experience with my husband. I'll have to have that conversation with him when I see him. Hi, Grode. I'm new to the show and I'm enjoying catching up. In February of 2020, I broke up with my long term boyfriend. We had been together for almost 10 years, but it was clear it wasn't working out. We weren't happy and I couldn't get him to make decisions or even talk about the future. Oh, dear. Uh, I just got really tired of carrying the whole thing and we had a row and it ended up with me leaving. Oh, I know. I went. Well, fair play. You know, that is correct and proper. I went to my parents where I stayed for the whole of the pandemic. It took a bit of getting used to, I'll bet, uh, but we managed and I was really glad to have that time with them. Earlier this year, I rented a place for myself to live. I have also got a kitten called Tom and I'm obsessed with him. Oh, well, we're already on your page here now. I'm actually quite content. I haven't got back into the swing of going out after the pandemic. Though I have tickets to your show next year and I can't wait. I enjoy my life and I'm happy with my work, but I'm also concerned that I could easily not go back to dating. I don't feel lonely, but I feel I should get back out there, but always found it so stressful. What do you think I should do? Gillian. Ooh. Well, this is an interesting one. And I think it's probably quite a common problem. You know, even pre 
pandemic, let's be honest, it's difficult enough to get out there, you know, to get back on the yeah. dating scene. But actually, you see, since the pandemic, a lot of people had a, a, an excuse not to be out and mixing. Yeah. You know, and that you get out of the way of it, don't you? Well, what happens is, I think, when you break up with somebody. Yeah. Like, you know, like when you've, you, you're like, enough, that's done. Yeah. You kind of go into this phase of being miserable because you're, you miss them or you're like mourning the whole thing. Sure. And then what happens as you come out of that is you start to get really independent. Okay. And it's only when you reach a point of being, I guess, a little bit bored of your own independence that you start to go, you know, you go back on the apps, hit the clubs. You like the apps and the clubs? And the problem is that around the time that that should have been happening for her, everyone was locked up. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. And so that kind of window of opportunity was Yeah, there. so you just, you kind of plateaued into this bit of just being quite content with yourself. And there's an awful lot to be said for somebody that is quite content. Oh, without a doubt. Like, I mean, I, like when I lived on my own, I mean, it was a miracle I ended up with somebody. <laughs> I mean, genuinely. Because I was just like, no, I'm grand. I mean, Actually. this is very nice. <laughs> Have everything I need. Yeah, exactly. I know. Was that you know, pre-boot? You leave a bar of chocolate in the fridge, you go back and it's still there. Okay, okay. This is a whole other problem, Carol. Now, come on. I just like to send subliminal messages because okay, I know I he that. listens. He doesn't listen. He doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, the problem is he does. Oh, he does. He does listen. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've, um, I've never asked my family. <laughs> Probably best they don't. And I think what's happened, right, is mm -hmm. that you have got your life the way you want it. Yeah. And there is that feeling of, well, why should you introduce more risk here? Yeah, but what I see here is that she says she's not really getting back out. No. So it's not just about dating. I think in general, she's probably not getting out. And I can understand that because you can get into a nice rhythm and living in your own space. I get a bit like that, too, at times, because you're so on when you're out, when when you do our job, like when you're out. Yeah, about, yeah. You know, you're so on all the time, especially me, because, you know, I'd be better known than growed. But anyway. <laughs> No, uh, no, I'm the joking. Way, the way but but what I'm saying is, you know, you, so you kind of get into the rhythm of like and the space you're in. But the thing about Gillian is, um, to me, I think it's not about finding the one or getting out back dating. I don't think you should be really thinking about that, Gillian. The first thing you should be thinking about is just getting out and doing stuff. You know, yeah. You know, I think you, you find things when you're not looking for them sometimes in that well, regard. I was just going to say, because the one thing, the one thing that you are is you are kind of ready for a relationship, right? Yeah, because she seems, yeah. You're at that point that everybody says that when I, you know, when I stopped looking and I was just content with myself, that's when, you know, somebody walks in. So I do think that that is probably when you're at your most attractive as well. Well, yeah, because you're very content. You're not going around with that Yeah, kind you're self-assured. You don't have the neediness. Look yeah. face. Also know? known as my 20s. <laughs> <laughs> For the love of God, God somebody, somebody love me. me. No, no. It's yeah, it's funny actually because I, I would say I met Paul at a stage not only when I was kind of past I wasn't looking, but also I kind of knew what I didn't want. And that's not a bad thing, Gillian. That is such a big thing. So I'm going the I'm, one thing you get out of a relationship yeah, ending. You just go, it's oh it's one more thing you know you don't want. Yeah, and I deserve better. Yeah. And I really applaud you for leaving that because actually if you're not getting what you need and it's not moving forward, you know, at some point you've got to go, this is where my line is. But you obviously got there and decided that's it. And I love well that. Done. So you have skills. The thing about it is now, don't be thinking about going out dating. That seems like a very pressured thing. It's like, oh, I have to go out and date people. 
why don't you just go out and find like-minded people doing stuff that you like to do and then maybe you'll meet somebody who's into what you like or well, you know I, I just think you know do it the old fashioned way yes look on apps and all that it's really important I know this is the modern way absolutely but swipe size swipe. <laughs> swipe size swipe you know but you know I think sometimes being in the space with other people doing stuff getting into the rhythm of it it, it kind of takes a lot of pressure off a date then if, it, yeah, if a date well, happens if, like if it's that you're starting to feel like you're a little bit cloistered yeah then I would say just try and have a monthly night out with the girls. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would also say no harm in joining something. Yeah, that's what I mean. Find like-minded you know, people. Gym. Yeah, something. Even if there was a kind of a, you know, in the olden days you would have gone to a quiz night or something. It was something that you were into. Maybe not quiz. Julian, that's absolutely terrible. Idea. I know. Maybe not quiz. I'm just giving you these kind of ideas. I'm old. Although, but, you no, know. do you know what though? The one thing I will say right now, I have to say nothing <laughs> murders my soul like a quiz but I happen to have friends and a boyfriend that love a quiz oh, so I, I do relent and go to quizzes yeah do you lose your patience at them no I don't lose my patience but I'm just like I bet you know stuff I mean no I don't really to be oh, that's with why you. you don't like them I, I like <laughs> no I'm not good because they're all like they're, they're all very so smart and I, I tend to just yeah but you might know stuff they don't you see there's always a space. beyond a bit of geography Oh, you're a geography now? I, well, I mean, I not, not by any... I mean, I just happen to know things. I mean, they just seem to be the ones that they don't know. Oh, no, the stuff I know is so random. But I love I love the kind of... the fun of it. I wasn't specifically saying quizzes. I think what I'm saying is if you go to something that you enjoy doing, you'll be in your happiest place doing it and you'll meet other people who like doing that and that can be yeah. good. So, you know, if it's quizzing, not for you, Grode, obviously. No, it's not quizzing. You know, but clearly you didn't meet your partner you know at a quiz. what kills me, actually, about a quiz? <laughs> it's not the quiz. What's, what is it? It's sitting through the raffle. Okay, I'll, I'll go with you Jesus on the raffle. Jesus Christ, nothing. <laughs> I used to do a good raffle, you know, back in the day. How do you do a good raffle? You have a bit of crack with the prizes, but then you have to have rubbish prizes to start with. <laughs> I remember once. I remember once doing a corporate in Ennis Crone and Sligo. Did you right? do the raffle? And they asked me to do the raffle. And when I say, now this was early days, I didn't really know how to do corporates. But when I say I bombed at that corporate, like rattled around that room for a half an hour to pure, it wasn't even silence. It was, and it wasn't pity. It was just disappointment. <laughs> Like, nobody knew why I was there. I didn't know why I was there. And at the end, I had to do this raffle. And I was okay. so, so shaken. By the prior <laughs> by the, experience. By horrific experience. Okay. I forgot how to do a raffle. Oh, I, no. Like, I just couldn't make the raffle work. And then I ended up with three extra winners and no prizes for them. <gasps> I thought, Jesus, well, I, there I was thinking it couldn't have gone worse. But here we are. Here's tickets to my show. <laughs> there was no appetite for that. <laughs> Yeah, but that's because they don't that pay for That was like 2011. You. Yeah, they don't pay for you. I remember I remember ringing my agent afterwards and going, I'm never doing anything like that ever again. Bet you have, though. Absolutely. Rinse them. Absolutely. Uh, so anyway, uh, that's not really helping Jillian out in that, that whole conversation. But anyway. But I, I definitely think, right, you're in the frame of mind to meet somebody. So now you just have to put yourself in the places. Yeah, but I don't think you think about whether you're going to meet anyone or not. I think just go out and meet people and get over the the cloister you know yeah. you need to get out you know Tom will forgive you Tom doesn't need you there all the time right do you know what I will say actually what I remember I went through this phase right where I was like I need to get more friends because a lot of my friends at the same time had emigrated 
Oh, right. Okay. Like about six or seven. Yeah. Uh, and then other I had other friends that were sick and stuff. And I was like, I actually don't have a lot of immediate, like I don't have a lot of friends in to my locale. With, like, yeah, I yeah. mean. Oh, in your area. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, like so many of them have just gone. So what I did was I decided I would have a year where every week on a Sunday. Okay. I would make a plan with somebody for coffee. Oh, yeah, I know what you week. mean. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, so like people that I, you know, not necessarily. Catch up with someone and kind of. Yeah, catch up with somebody, like sure. either go, like because of friends that live like in Kildare and stuff. But but also friend, people that were on my periphery that I wasn't friends with. Oh. But that could be potential friends. Okay. And I just did that. And did then I just would meet people, like every Sunday I'd send a few texts and sometimes you'd have, I always made sure I had at least one coffee during the week. And then I've, I actually I've become good friends with a lot of those people that That's I did that really with. That's really clever, like, yeah. actually. That's really yeah. clever. So every Sunday was my right whom I'm eating. So did did anyone kind of get a bit of a surprise when you sent the text? <laughs> like was no, it like who like, are you? <laughs> no, 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 no. It wasn't. It wasn't like I wasn't you picking were just numbers out of the book. Like. <laughs> it would be you know, like people you'd see at gigs or people you know. Um, you mean like fans? No, like other comics or you know. Oh yeah, no, I know what you mean. Just, yeah. Or, it's one of those things that if you feel like I'm not lonely, but I do feel I should get back out there. Yeah. Well, then it won't be long before you start to get a complex about that. Yeah. I always think as soon as you go, no, I'm not lonely, but. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm not lonely, but I feel I could be on the way to being lonely. Yeah. You, I mean, one cat, you know, any minute now you could be the cat lady. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and you don't want that. <laughs> See, there is that thing when you live on your own and you get a cat. Yeah, I know. It's all over for you. Yeah. But I would say, look, you <laughs> are somebody that's content and there's an awful lot to be said for that. Oh, no, 100%. Right? And actually, I'm not saying throw it all away by just running out because you feel you need someone to complete you. You should definitely go out and make new experiences, new places and all. But seriously, if you're content, there's nothing wrong with that. But maybe you could be deliriously happy. That's good. Look at that. That is good. Thanks. Well done. That's Thanks. Well, well done. You've Thanks, given bro. some hope there. I hope so, um, the one thing she says at the end I just read it there and she says I always find it stressful but okay. the one thing I would say about that is you'll find it less, the more you do it the less stressful, the less stressful you'll find it yeah it's, it's, it is stressful it is stressful I mean even now after years and years of meeting new people and constantly meet new people it is still stressful because you're very con conscious of people looking at you but actually they're more conscious of how they're feeling so they're probably more stressed about themselves yeah and like the other thing is I think that you're going into this with a whole new set of parameters about what you want yeah not a bad thing not yeah. a bad thing at all but it, sure don't worry we'll see her at the gig she's coming to your gig you're coming to my gig that's right next year Amazing. we don't know which one Amazing. tell us Gillian yeah, tell us which one and tell us. Um, I'll try and book the yeah, same tell one. Us who, tell us who you're with. <laughs> Come on, tell us who you're with. Yeah. Gillian, I think you're on the route to extreme happiness. Yes, we're really looking forward to it. And also, that. I'm so jealous of you. Are you? Because, like, well, there's enough of us to be said for somebody that's content, lives on their own, has a pet. Like, she's set up. Don't think of the pandemic as a negative thing. Think of it as a positive thing. I know. Like, she's really solidified her life there. I feel. I mean, she's not still living with her parents, is it? I'm not. No, 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 she did move <laughs> She moved out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> What's wrong with living with your parents? My son still lives with me. Ah, yeah, but your He's son's only young. Yeah, he is young. He's only a baby. He's saying Gillian's old. She's it. trying to get him out that door. <laughs> I really am. 
This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. Thank <laughs> you.